Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to episode 105 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm Esther Newman, your host, and she's Holly Taylor, your other host. We're both in the thick of our training this episode. Holly is a few weeks into her half marathon training and it's going well, albeit hampered slightly by the glorious weather we've been having. I've been holiday running, which has had its ups and downs. We're both finding the temperature a struggle and it's made me question my fitness and whether I'm entirely ready for this marathon at all. We also talk about our brushes with anxiety recently and how for the first time in my life it seems running isn't quite cutting it in terms of helping minimise my catastrophizing. But I have a feeling that the dull book I'm listening to at the moment has something to do with it. We chat through general anxiety and running and what we've been doing to combat the spiralling. We also take a swerve and chat about hydration and how best to keep on top of that in this weather and when to start running with a hydration pack. Once we've got through that, we also have a chat about heckling and how it can completely derail our running. In between all of this, it's the usual nonsense. So hold on to your running caps. You should totally become one of our patrons. We're worth a measly two quid, right? And for that titchy amount, you'll get some lovely patron-only perks, including an exclusive newsletter from me and Holly, full of secrets and swearing and all sorts. More perks on the way too. Join us at patreon.com forward slash women's running for all your extra Holly and Esther bits. Yes, 17 minutes into recording. Let's actually begin discussing. <laughs> it is 17, yeah. So I'm looking at a very brown, rejuvenated holiday Esther yeah. in front of me. Although we have just discussed that it's not necessarily that my skin has got any differently colored it's that my hair has has been bleached a bit so I've just like the the difference in um what do I call that difference in pantone shade between face and hair has just basically reduced (laughs) (laughs) though it has the desired effect because when I saw you earlier I was like she's so brown yeah not brown there you go a hot flash probably I think is uh more likely (laughs) quite pink around the face so it is also it's difficult to get your um your brain away from thinking that brown tanned holiday is good yeah because I still have that and I can't even though I wear sun cream all the blooming time I, I wear sun cream even when it's cloudy outside on my face I do I still cannot get over the idea that being brown is is good if I've been on holiday and that even though I know that's nasty dead skin cells and that it's all my various melanomas developing. I know, I'm exactly the <laughs> same. Right? Yeah, so right. Like, So we were on holiday with my brother and his family and their French, well, my brother isn't, but the rest of them are French and they they all tan super, super easily. And I couldn't help mm-hmm. but like, compare my incredibly pasty family next to their... I mean, it, yeah, it just it's very difficult to not, to kind of like not think of being tanned as being healthy sort of thing. it looks how it looks nice and it's like oh. yeah it does I feel more confident about my body when I'm brown mm-hmm. that like like I'm wearing shorts now and I don't think I would wear shorts if I didn't have tanned legs yeah 
because I would feel like, oh, well, I'm wobbly, veiny and white. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whereas at least if I've got one of those things going for me, then then I feel a bit more com- a bit more confident about it. But yeah, but you're right. I think it's because of that healthy thing. I think oh, I've got a nice healthy glow on my legs. So yeah. I don't I don't beat myself up about them being bigger or more cellulite or whatever. And it's all complete. It's all complete bollocks. Yeah, and I, and but, I don't go brown at all. I'm, I get like some extra freckles and sometimes they join up and that's about it. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's what Doug says yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do also rely, particularly just before we go on a holiday. Particularly if it's an English holiday, for some reason I find that a British holiday. I find them more. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like this is more of a thing. Um, but 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 yeah, when we go away, um, I just I slap on some Garnier um, fake tan before we yeah. go. I do, for a few nights before oh so Garnier summer body lotion Garnier summer body lotion not an ad hashtag oh that <laughs> is has, yeah not sponsored but if they would like to then oh you've got two large fans over here oh my god yeah because they do it in a really pale version as well so I don't go like bright because I'm incredibly pale so that yeah I love it it's great and it doesn't smell. it's not it's not obvious is it and I've I've had a fake tan once where I went to a salon and I got a spray. Oh, I did that once too. How did um, it work out for you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a bit strange. Did you have to wear paper knickers? I didn't love it. <laughs> yes, I had to wear paper knickers, which is like if something involves paper knickers, there's already <laughs> yeah, a big, right. yeah. it's already a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I had to do, do you, you know, you had to do all those kind of like, yeah. you have to kind of do like the running man or whatever and do different poses in front of them. Um, and then you go very, very orange for a day yeah. and then it kind of calms it down, down yeah. in time for yeah. wherever, whatever you've got it for. Yeah, I remember it did something very but I, my eyebrows. I, <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, uh, really? Yeah, like they, 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 were, they were just like very, very orangey brown. But then after a day, all fine. And I looked spectacular yeah. for one week. Spectacular. It was the same and it actually lasted okay. And then it started to kind of rub off more in different parts than not than others. And then it was quite obvious that I had a patchy fake tan, but having it done at a proper spray thing was quite good. But I think I've never dabbled in foams and whatever else, Mm. putting things on with mitts and stuff that people do, because I just know I wouldn't be able to get good, even coverage. And Garnier Summer Body Lotion is so it's so minimal what it's actually yeah. kind of really doing. Yeah, it does. In that fact, you can't on, really go too wrong. You can't. And like, even on the first application, you can barely see that you've done anything the day after, can't you? And it's just, it's after the second one, yeah. then you can start seeing, oh, I'm, actually, maybe I should move away from my knees on the third application <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that and concentrate. On yes, that's true, actually. I swear it's slightly, it's, it's slightly stronger. I don't know. <laughs> that probably isn't, but, but yeah, no, I've it done feels it. I've, stronger than in my childhood. Yes, I think it, I, I, I've definitely, I've used other kinds of fake tans and I do end up, um, I've ended up with like, you know, orange hands and um, or, or like yeah. bleakly white face and sort of like orange shoulders and it's all just very unfortunate and quite obvious yeah yeah how, how someone did it for me once oh, really on our like we had like a school disco or something very good friend and everybody was getting dressed up mm. no oh. not it, oh. it, it it turns out not oh. uh well you know I'm sure she was trying her best but she was like I'll do it for you mm. and I had a strapless dress and <gasps> she did it all over my sort of chest and collarbones and stuff and it looked so so horrid mm. that I had to have a shower and start all over again with my getting ready for oh, no. the school disco oh. and I think I still had r- residue patchy for the thing and I was really irritated because I only kind of was like okay out of 15 year old politeness and I didn't want her to do it anyway oh. and then it it ruined the look oh. my sort of it was probably like a white uh sort of dress bodycon dress from Lipsy or something and mm. I probably thought that that the patchy fake tan was was what ruined the look when in fact the look was probably dead on arrival Oh God! <laughs> yeah, but shall we talk? I've I've got some running stuff to tell you about, and I know you've got me some running stuff to tell to tell me about. Have actual running stuff, but because you've said that, you go first. Tell me what's been going on. Okay, 
So I've started my half marathon training plan since we last <gasps> spoke. <laughs> I know. How's it going? Um, I it's going fine. It's going fine. Uh, my my runs in the week are going fine because they've just been quite 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 short so far. Um, so I've done a couple of mile and a halfers, uh, but then I had this weekend was my first. Um, long long run it's still only yeah. three miles for the moment mm-hmm. um but um it, it didn't it, it didn't go very well Why? first of all because I put it off till this morning so this is Monday when we're speaking so I actually mm-hmm. didn't do it on a Saturday or Sunday morning I wanted to do park run I was like that's a perfect chance to yeah. do three miles and I'll actually enjoy it and but I couldn't get a lift um, and I couldn't and it's quite away from our house so yeah. I couldn't do park run um then I had plans later in the day on Saturday and on Sunday morning mm. and also plenty of excuses as you do when you wake up on a Sunday morning and you would rather have a cup of tea in bed. Um, so I did it this morning and it's stonking today, isn't it? Super hot. Yeah. Well, it feels it. It feels it. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. My temperature is saying currently 29 degrees. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Okay. So it is hot today. Um, and um I started and it, it was fine to start with I found my I found my groove quite quickly I was with my friend Lex who's quite speedy as mm-hmm. she's quite speedy so she always kind of gets me going but I was still conscious that I was like we mustn't go off too fast I'll I mustn't overexert myself so I've still got energy yeah feeling great for the first like mile mile and a half and then um just suddenly started feeling like my mouth was uh, uh just like dust <gasps> and my head was starting to be a bit throbby uh, and then for the next kind of half mile it just felt like my brain was bouncing against the side of my skull ooh, do you know what I mean yes, I do know what you mean yeah and so I decided to uh, we decided to call it a day and to only do two miles because it felt like not the right thing to carry on when I, I was obviously super dehydrated I just hadn't really thought about drinking before going yeah um I think I'd like downed a quick glass of water in like a, oh I probably should weigh but I hadn't brought anything out with me and I hadn't drunk anything else other than that hadn't eaten anything and so I was just a bit sun not sun, not full sunstrokey but just a bit sun bleached I think so that was a bit sad and I felt a bit down on myself but then I tried to remind myself that actually instead why don't I just discount having done a long run this weekend I know I can run 5k already Mm -hmm. so instead that's going to be one of my two mile training runs for the week do another one on Wednesday or Thursday or something and then tackle four miles on Saturday so I think that's what I'm going to do instead rather than feel crap about not managing to do three miles today I'll just leave it at two and move on yeah you you totally shouldn't feel bad and I think it's worth having a chat now or kind of like or or remind ourselves that one thing like following a training plan is one thing you know we've talked about how training plans shouldn't be set in stone that they should be like um you know you you should be able to adapt them to fit around your life rather than anything else but also if yeah if you miss a training run like almost almost the worst thing that you can do is to try and catch up with it like to cram it in exactly it's just it's just going to cause injury and you know uh, and you just need to kind of just think right okay let's just move on like you said that I think is very sensible just just move on get on to the next week yeah see where you are and just I was glad I had Lex with me actually because I think yeah I probably would have tried to carry on on my own or I would have throw my toys out the pram and burst into tears and gone this is pointless I'm crap I'm I'm never going to be able to do a half marathon if I can't even do three miles but she was very good at going it's hot you're frazzled yeah. your head hurts this isn't a push through you can do it this is a chalk it up as not the one and yeah. go home yeah I think so um but I so I think... and I got a Lucasade and some Nurofen on nice. the way home and that sort of that replenished me yeah that that replenishes most people I think I think um just yeah. be really super careful when you do a four miler like if if you've not done a th- more than two just take it really really super yeah. slow and, and do incorporate those walk breaks if you need to because 
Well, I've I've had to do that in this heat. It's it's just it's relentless. Yeah, tell me about about yours because I've never trained in the summer before, so I've it's I've just haven't been think about it. Well, I don't know if I've ever trained in heat like this before, so it does feel quite new. Well, it feels yeah very new to me as well. Um, but it's been well, it's been it's been fine ish. So I've been away for like a couple of weeks, and one of those weeks was in Cornwall, and then the other week was in France. And it was two very different sorts of holidays with two very different sorts of terrain that I needed to run on. And one was kind of mm-hmm. coastal paths and stuff in Cornwall. And it was just me and it was kind of out and back. And that was all absolutely delightful and really nice. But I didn't have That's to do... That's quite nice. It was lovely, actually. And and I was doing mostly kind of early morning. Um, it, the heat wasn't too intense. Um, you know, beautiful beaches that I was running past and stuff. It was all all really lovely and then you know I was just coming back and stuffing my face full of cheese and onion pasties and um and lying on the beach and oh, you know, a perfect day oh, it was really really lovely but I didn't have to because we were only there for like three or four days I didn't have to do my long run so what I'd planned to mm. do was do I think I did three runs in Cornwall and yeah maybe three and then my plan was to do um, was to do a kind of a, a, you know, like when you're doing when you, you know when you're doing the training plan and um, and you sort of go up like each long run goes up by a little bit and then after sort of three weeks or so you drop down um, just to kind of you know yeah save your legs sort of thing. So my plan was that in France I would do a drop down week, which would mean that my long run instead of being around. So my previous long run in the UK had been 15 miles. Um, Mm. my long run I know right <laughs> and so my and so I thought this one in France I'll do 12 um and partly that was logistics because we were staying on this tiny little island um and it's so small that actually I was up near the top of it when I'd done a mile and a half and there were plenty of lots of little paths and stuff but I basically had to run in circles quite a lot in order to get that mileage yeah. done bit dull um, a little bit a little bit but it was you know it was all right um but I, it, it was I had that with the Isle of Wight I was uh, on the Isle of Wight when I had to do a 10 miler once and I remember just like running to the bottom of it and then sort of halfway round again and then that was about 10 miles it it was it, it looked really impressive on my Strava at the end I'm sure yeah I bet yours looked like you'd yeah you you'd conquered a whole land it did look like I conquered a whole land yeah um yeah <laughs> it was it was nice it was it, it, <laughs> I mean it was kind of it was interesting but I you know I think the thing also to bear in mind like holiday running specifically as well as kind of running in the heat holiday running it, you're then and, and I saw a post by Jenny Faulkner and she said exactly what was going on in my head as well, which is your holiday running is hampered not just by the, the possible heat of wherever you're running, but also the other combined factors, which is late nights and maybe a bit more booze mm. than you would normally do. So mm. every night in France, you know, I was chucking back a few glasses of this, that and the other and yeah. wasn't sleeping particularly well and then going out and then finding it quite hard and and sort of beating myself up on why I was finding it hard um but I mean the 12 mile was fine but one of the reasons why it was sort of fine was because I kept on forgetting where I was and having to get my phone out to check which way to go um so Mm. that necessitated little kind of stops and little walk breaks and stuff so I actually didn't feel too uncomfortable um and then I followed it up with two or three more runs uh, one of which was with Felix um so we managed her longest run to date. Oh, I know. How long? 1.8 miles. Blooming great. I know. I mean, oh my gosh, with tiny little legs. Tiny That's little. impressive. She had a very pink face. I mean, we, we did lots of walking and stuff, but she was so proud of herself. So proud of herself. Um, but she was planning to run with me all week. And after she did that one, she was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to sit here and play computer games now. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. she I'm was, like, oh, I've done my run now. Exactly. And then a few days later, I'll be like, actually, I probably do need to do another one. I can't like, I can't ride off this success for the next five days. <laughs> I, I think she may ride off that success for many years, actually, because it really did. Yeah. Um, 
And then I I also ran with my cousin, uh, cousin, sorry, she is not my cousin. She is definitely my niece. Um, And she's 15. (laughs) (laughs) It was Felix's cousin, definitely my niece. Um, But yeah, she's 15 and a bit of a fitness fanatic. And we did, um, Mm -hmm. we did a couple of boot camps in the garden, some abs workouts and things like that, which were really painful, really painful. Um, And then we did a run about 5k I think but all of the all of the kind of midweek running basically what I'm trying to kind of get to is it just wasn't quite as um intense as I'd normally make myself do Mm. in the UK so no hills no uh sprints no fartlekking it was just easy plodding and chatting Mm -hmm. um and the Felix one was kind of almost a walk you know so it was like yeah. Like, right. Okay. It feels like a week that I've really, really taken my foot off the gas, kind of thing. So I was feeling really like worried about it, and then came back on Saturday night at midnight, punished myself by mm. going out for my long run on Sunday after a whole day's <sighs> worth of travel. After not much sleep. After yeah. Much sleep. Yeah, and it was a shocker, unsurprisingly. So, you know, it's a week's worth oh. of wine, weeks worth of croissants and not training hugely and then Mm. just was like right well I've got to do 16 miles so I'm just going to go and do it and it was really really painful and it was hot um yeah I ran it was really warm on it was this Sunday yesterday yeah yeah Yeah. so it was yeah it was hot we we went for a swim oh where'd you go Sorry, this is just as a quick aside, but um, that was just to indicate how hot it bloody was. Um, But to Marston Park, have you ever been there? No, where's that? Oh my god, it's this really bougie campsite near Froome, (laughs) and it's it's quite. I mean, it's horrendous. It's like two hundred quid to stay for one night, and you're bloody (gasps) bloody camping. But but it's like we didn't camp um it's like bell tents and they'll provide you with art equipment if you'd like if you feel so inspired or and it's got a wild swimming bit (gasps) and um it's on a lake and it's got all the but we we mainly had booze and burgers it wasn't all wholesome swimming yeah um it was so lush you'd love it and then it's six quid to do the swimming and apart from that it's just you can you're it's free to go in and wander around and see the lovely place and stuff oh my god that sounds very amazing nice. very nice anyway sorry i completely interrupted you and derailed that was just an aside to to show that while you were running in full clothes mm. 16 miles i was in a bikini in the uk so it was that's to, was to give hot, the hot. listener an idea of the temperatures yeah, yeah. So it was like, I mean, you know, I did it, but I don't feel like I did it because I did take walk breaks from about 13 onwards. I started having to take a regular 10 or 20 steps pretty much every half a mile. I just, I could feel my heart Mm. rate getting really, really high. My breathing was out of control. I was incredibly hot. And I, I, was re- I'd gone out with a liter of um, water except it wasn't water it was precision hydration stuff you know with electrolytes in it and I'd yeah a liter of that and I could feel that it was coming towards an end I should have gone out with at least a liter and a half if not two liters so that was a, a thing to bear in mind mm. next hot run um so I was quite worried about that and I, I just found it really 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 hard so so hard so I did you know, it said 16 in the end after I stopped my Garmin, but I, I don't know. I just felt so like, I don't know. It felt like, it felt like I hadn't quite done it because of the walkie bits, even though I did it. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. And it shouldn't, mm. but I know what you mean. Like That's how I felt today. I did actually cover 5k, but I only ran two miles of it. Yeah. Um, because, and, and so I didn't count that last mile that it took me to walk home and, and all of that, but you know, it's, it's, I should have done because we're, it's time on our feet. You've, you famously said that to me when I first started training for my first thing ever. And I hadn't run more than about, you know, a hundred meters since I was in school basically. Yeah. And you said, it's all about just getting that time on your feet 
if it's brutally hot and you're knackered. And I wouldn't be surprised if you if your breathing felt out of control as well, probably also because your heart rate was bonkers. But like, I always get huge amounts of mispurposed adrenaline yeah. after I've done traveling. Oh, really? Because you have to stay quite calm during the travel. And that, yeah, I do. And then I wake up in the morning and I'll be like, oh, anxiety. And my heart's going da 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 da. And my breathing's all over the shop. Yeah. Even though I'm now comfy and cozy in my own bed, but I think it's a slightly delayed onset because I haven't, yeah. my, my brain wakes up and thinks, oh, remember all of that stuff you had to do yesterday? Some adrenaline would have been useful, wouldn't it? And <laughs> sticks it in me. And then yeah. I, can't because I had it a bit this morning randomly mm. as well but but I wonder if if maybe there was a bit of that that you just had some kind of had a bit of kind yeah. of adrenaline and from from having very different out of routine days leading up yeah, to it I, I don't you know, know. What? I think I think that might be absolutely right because I um I know one of the big one thing I've really realized, this is not anything to do with running at all, but um, over the past two weeks where I've been away is that um, I'm a terrible catastrophizer, like absolutely mm. And it really, I've noticed that it, maybe it's because I'm perimenopausal, maybe it's just because I'm me, um, but it's definitely got worse. And I, like a thought will come into my head and I will completely spiral like the, the like a concept of, mm. of something awful and disastrous happening and it will just get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I have to kind of breathe mm. it away. And I noticed that happened a lot while I was on holiday. So I wasn't having this kind of, I mean, you know, I, it was a lovely, lovely time away, lots of family. It was all really, really nice. But yeah. I did notice for some reason I was these things kept on happening where I would just have a thought like there was a bit where we were just driving to Cornwall and I just had this awful thought I, th I must have heard something on the news or seen something that made me think oh yeah what what would happen if we had a car crash right now and then I couldn't get that out of my head yeah and I couldn't get that you know the thought of the kids I couldn't stop that and the same on a ferry on the way back from this um the France holiday we were on the ferry mm. and um and I started having thoughts about Titanic and stuff and couldn't get it out. Mm. I couldn't get it. I could not calm. So I spent the entire journey with that kind of, you know, like what I think of as being kind of rabbit heartbeat. <laughs> Just a oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. So I know that I spiral, but I have been spiraling a lot recently in a way. I just don't normally do. And so I think you might be right. Yeah. I think there is a residual. I wonder if it was a bit of that. And if, yeah, and if sometimes, obviously running is usually a really good place for me to get that out of my system mm -hmm. because mine tend to be, I spiral about the spirals themselves. Yeah. So it'll start with something similar where it will be like, oh, you know, I've, I'm, I'm going to have a heart attack. No, actually that probably comes later. Let's start with something else. Uh, like, what if I can't pay British Gas the extortionate bill that they've sent me? Yeah. Um, then I start to spiral and then I notice the physical symptoms of anxiety happen and then I start to go, oh, and now I'm having a heart attack on top of it. Great, thanks for that. Love it. Mm. Um, and I feel like maybe that sounds like a similar thing and usually yeah. running is a good way to get me out of that because then I'm having those same ex same symptoms but I get to attribute them to something that I'm enjoying doing rather than to something and that I'm choosing to do yeah. rather than to this out of control spiral mm -hmm. but this morning I totally had exactly that as well where I was like this feels like my breathing's out of control and my heart rate is out of control mm -hmm. and in actual fact if that were the it's not really like we could slow down we could but I think there's something that that happens sometimes that feels a bit like this isn't this isn't right. And I wonder if it's because running can be a space to kind of slightly ruminate on stuff sometimes. But I don't know whether I'm totally Yeah, no 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 I putting you in a box with that. But No, well because well, well sort of two things on that and bear with me if I forget what one of those things is. Um, <laughs> uh, don't worry I feel like I'm it's it's a talking bollocks episode today but here we go <laughs> so Hull how does free wine sound to you uh 
obviously very good. Have you got any right now? <laughs> yes, I do. Fancy a glass? <gasps> so, did you know, Hole, that as a Women's Running podcast listener, you can get three bottles of wine from wine52.com absolutely free and all you have to do is pay the postage. What? I know, right? Well, tell me exactly how to do that immediately. It's easy. Just go to wine52.com forward slash running and you can claim three whole proper sized full bottles of wine and you just have to pay $8.95 to cover the cost of postage. So... That works out to less than three pounds a bottle. I know. They're practically giving it away. They are giving it away. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they are. So who are these Wine 52 people? They're lovely. That's who they are. They showcase the very best wine from a different region every month. And you can choose from mixed red only or white only cases. What would you choose? Mm, mixed or maybe red maybe white both mm. maybe just all all of them all the available options <laughs> yeah hold your horses <laughs> with each case you also get a copy of glug magazine to explain all about the wine you're slowly supping um to make yourself sound intelligent and two tasty snacks as well well you had me at snacks <laughs> but also maybe at wine as well <laughs> so after your first case you'll join the monthly wine club with no minimum commitment that's the kind of club i like yay and if it's not for you you can pause <laughs> or cancel at any time <laughs> well i want in of course you do if you want into go to wine52.com forward slash running to claim your three free bottles right now but not my three bottles no hole no one can claim those she's drinking why why can't they claim those because you've just drunk them yeah one thing is that the heart attack thing i can now completely sympathize with because that's what i've been having too so um on the past three mm. runs I've ended up with a feeling in my chest that where when I went this morning for my easy five miler, mm. I was like, I spent half of it, even though I'm trying to listen to an audiobook. The, the problem is that the audiobook I'm listening to is not very interesting. And because I'm yeah, listening, you need a good end, don't you? And so that means mm. that my mind wanders. And so I spent the last half of it thinking about whether or not I could get an MRI scan if I just walked into A&E. Or, you know, it was, that, it was so stupid. So stupid. Yeah, but it's it doesn't feel it at the time. No. It's it, like nighttime thoughts versus daytime thoughts, isn't it? It's when it's an anxiety thought, it's like, oh my goodness, this is the worst. And I'm completely convinced and this is true. Yeah. And then as soon as it's daytime and you've got all sorts of other things happening to bring you back to reality, then you... But but when, when you're in that anxious space, it doesn't... It's not silly. No. It feels very real. It does feel really real. And I just... But yeah, the other thing is just that... Uh, that yeah, that, that running, like, it can give me that space to kind of... To leave all of that behind. If I'm concentrating on the forward motion and essentially a good book if I've got one um that mm. all works fine but if yeah if the book isn't diverting enough and I've got some other I've got residual anxiety or whatever it is then it yeah all I'm doing is going right okay I'm gonna uh, there, there's a really scary thought let's let's mull that over for the next 20 minutes until I can feel my heart coming out of my chest I know because our bloody brains are just trying to tell us to they're just trying to make sure that we're prepared for things because they want to look after us but we don't need to think about i don't need that about heart attacks and no, no. my therapist always says if some if if something is happening to your body mm. then that's that's wrong or that's off it will present itself to you you don't have to look for it you don't have to scan for it you don't have to go to the doctor and ask about things that you don't think are necessarily happening to you that if something is happening that's wrong then you won't be able to ignore it yeah and and I suppose when you really think about it that's true isn't it there's such a difference between when you lie there thinking is it possible to have a knee tumor versus when you have a cold or a whatever you know or a chest infection or something that actually results in 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 booking 
in to go and see your GP mm-hmm. but your knee tumor thing you're never really going to book that appointment because you know really that that's a bruise yeah and that it will go down yeah. and if it doesn't then you go okay well maybe I will talk to it but it's 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 hard to remember it's really weird I think as people who are interested in sport and who do running yeah and I wonder if there's an expert who'd come on and help us with this stuff but what do you do if you do like me and you scan I hope you don't mind me lumping you in with me here but if you are a scanner and you do like to go oh let's just double check am I having a heart attack am I you know ribs about to burst out of my chest am I whatever it is you're worrying about yeah what happens if you are one of those people but also running itself and this industry and lots of the kit that we use and and the training that we have to do does involve quite a lot of body scanning yeah because I've been doing hours of therapy to try and get away from that but actually running does require you to do a bit of that sometimes so I don't know what the yeah answer is there I don't know what the answer is there either and like you know running coaches will will talk quite often about you know body scanning like just checking in but in a kind of you know in a positive affirmation kind of way that when you're running like every mile just have a little check in make sure that you're you know, make sure that your form is good, make sure that those niggles are sort of just niggles, make sure that, you know, everything's kind of in, yeah. in line. But but while I try and do that, I find myself concentrating on the bad bits like like you do, I guess. And um Yeah. And and instantly going to Dr. Google and thinking, or oh, Dr. Google in my head, which is even worse than actual Dr. Google. And- I know mine too. She's an ignorant bitch. Right. <laughs> Isn't it? she knows nothing but she loves to antagonize I you know I I know right so the one thing that I, one thing that I think that I, I should have learned 20 years ago is that if I've got a sort of symptom what I shouldn't type into google is is this a symptom of <laughs> so you know something yeah write down what it is that you're feeling so instead of sort of saying you know um back pain as a result of dot 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 like like so and that was only a couple of weeks ago where I typed in something about um because I cricked my neck and that ended up Mm. with googling heart attacks in women presenting as back pain which and it just said yes I was like there we go then yeah oh I had it the other day with uh diabetes um and I don't know why, but I decided that, well, it's like you make one connection, don't you? You realize that you have like one thing that might be a symptom of that. And I was like, you know what? I have been eating quite a lot of crisps recently. And see, I don't even know what gives you diabetes, type 2 diabetes. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but decided to just, yeah, similarly Google just symptoms of type 2 diabetes. And of course, when you're looking at the symptoms of something, then you can go, one of them was like having thrush often. And I was like, well, I'm in trouble. Then it was like, <laughs> the other one was like needing a wee lots. And I was like, come think of it. I need a wee. Oh, and no. it, as soon as you start reading it, it's terrible. Oh. It's terrible. You're right. You just have to go or ring 111 if you really are worried and go or do the do the online. I tell you what, very good for my health anxiety has been. I shouldn't be reliant on things like that. But the online 111 where you just type in your symptoms and it tells you whether you need to go to a GP or whether you just need to chill out, basically. Oh, that's <laughs> useful. I didn't even know that existed. I really need to do that. Yeah, I? I, re- I use that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I use oh. that quite a lot. Because that actually rarely does say go to A and E. Yes. It genuinely does quite often just say shut up and chill out and have a bath or something. Yeah. So <laughs> I would love it if at the end of those kind of questions where it's leading you, you know, it's like, you know, you know, uh have you stopped breathing or whatever, or you know, is your is your you yeah. know, if it went through all those questions, I would love it if the last bit on the NHS app just said, pull your fucking socks up. <laughs> It's like, yeah, just pull your fucking socks up, mate. Yeah, that's what I need to be told. It's, it's like, <laughs> shut up, stop overthinking things. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. If you maybe if you do the quiz too many times, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, no, go away. Yeah. Not you. Not you. You're fine. You're fine, babes. 
because it ends up being like those kind of <sighs> things that you used to do in women's magazines to find out whether or not your next boyfriend was going to be called Paul and if he had brown hair, you know, those stupid things where it would say, yeah, amazing style. Are you A, B and C? And then you'd end up going C, I'm yeah. mainly C. And then you go, oh, I actually don't like the answer of mainly Cs. I'm going to answer mainly Bs next time. And that's what we need to yeah, not do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or answering the quiz on purpose to be, so say it would be like, what Simpsons character are you or whatever? And you're like, I really want to be Lisa. And then you'd you'd choose all that. It would be like, do you like uh, uh, eating donuts or playing the saxophone? (gasps) Obviously, it's eating fucking donuts, isn't it? But I'd be like, playing the the saxophone, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Where you go through and purposefully answer, knowing what answer you want to get. Precisely precisely i'm always yeah. that is web md for me <laughs> yeah. it's a buzzfeed quiz where i'm just trying to get an answer that i've already decided i i want yeah, exactly. or it's, don't want yeah. yeah you are you are right yeah. to because it's this awful thing but yeah oh fucking hell yeah Oh, so, I what, so if what, there is anyone me... out there who is a health anxiety person who or, or, or you know as a, as a doctor or a or a psychologist or something who could talk to us about what happens if you have health anxiety already and you're always scanning for a problem and then you run and you think that all the things that are completely normal like shin pain or sore feet or a tight chest are things that they're not if anybody knows hit us up yeah I know oh my god I need that expertise in my life uh, yeah me too big um, time so sorry I though was, I interrupted you to say that no nah, mm. no I think that's I think it was a good shout out I was just going to ask um what your training looks like this week and how you're feeling about it I'm feeling okay I'm going to do another two mile on probably Wednesday maybe mm-hmm. Thursday I might go to spin on Wednesday actually for a bit of a treat um who am I becoming um but I think I think if I go on if I go for another two miler and for my four miler this weekend I'm feeling okay about it because I'm trying to think of it as rather than me limiting myself it being a little bit the circumstances Mm -hmm. like I was um I was yeah I think I was just well like I wore long long leggings like long thick leggings rather than I should have worn cycling shorts or something um I had period pants on only because they were my only clean pants. Yeah. So I was essentially wearing about four four pairs of pants. That's a lot of layers, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that was going to overheat me. And I'm sorry, that just gives everyone an insight into what a horrible, disgusting little urchin I am. But I only had period pants, not normal pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's going to give you such a hot bum. It's not nice. I know I had such a hot bum. I had such a hot bum. And I thought I was being quite clever because I was like, you know what? They're the only pants, but also maybe they're Wuka ones. So they're nice and like not rubby, seamless. And also I thought they, maybe they'll absorb some of my sweat. Not really how it works or what you want to happen. No, nasty. Yeah. Okay. Unpleasant. Uh, so I think there are various things. I didn't drink enough water. I hadn't had any food. It was all just very classic behavior. So I think I I think I'm actually feeling okay is the answer. Yeah. Because I know what I need to do to make those other runs a bit more pleasant this week. Good. Okay. So are you going to when are you going to start thinking about wearing like your hydration vest and stuff like that? Maybe like 7 8 miles. Oh, sooner than that. Oh, is that a bit late? Yeah. Well, apart from anything else, you need to get the in this. Then. I suppose in this weather. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll start wearing it at like five. Yeah. Or should I just wear it for the long for the four mile this weekend? Um. Start yeah. giving it a go. Practice because it feels really weird when you're not used to it. Um, and you don't have to yeah. carry much in it. You could just carry like a little bit of water and maybe a snack or something just to make yourself feel professional as if you're worth, as if it's worth wearing it. You don't even have to use it, yeah. but just, just wearing it because it feels different and it feels a bit, you know, and like I, I've got a couple of hydration packs and sometimes I switch between them depending on how much water they hold. Um, and it can, it can suddenly mm. it can throw me slightly to have a different kind of water thing 
So, um, yeah, practice with it. I think it's worth practicing. And okay, yeah, and it means you don't have to stop off. I think I should. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm a bit. That's true. I tell you what, I'm a bit nervous about. um, Mm. Actually, Um, and then I was going to ask you the same question back, but but um, a a thing that I need to stop stressing about is I'm doing a trail running weekend. This is all very exciting. I haven't really told you about this. Right. Go on. It's with Trails and Vines. So if I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Trails and Vines at home. They are lovely. This isn't like I haven't been asked to say this or anything. They've just been really nice. They are <laughs> no, it's not sponsored. Um they they have they have gifted me the couple of days to come and try it out, but only because they're lovely and and we were chatting. Yeah. Um but I'm going um, and it, the whole idea, as you may gather from Trails and Vines, is that it's rather up all of our streets in yeah. that you do a bit of running and you mainly drink a lot of wine. Yay! Um, but on what on the long run day, I think, and I might have got this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the long trail run is 12k, which is a lot longer than I've been running at the moment. And yeah. I did tell them that and they were super nice about it. Uh, they're both coaches and they were like, don't worry. Mm-hmm. But I'm still really nervous, even though technically that will be, that fits bang on when I'm going, I'm going in September and it fits bang on with when I'll be doing my, okay. about the same length for my training yeah. run. So I should be buzzing and I should have all confidence that it's going to work out fine. But because of the lack of certainty around anything in the last few years with COVID and injury and whatever else, mm-hmm. I'm really nervous that that if I don't, that I'm not going to be at that point and that everyone's going to laugh at me and I'm not going to be able to keep up. But I know that's not going to happen. They're all so nice. Definitely. And I imagine the other people on the weekend will be nice. That is definitely, definitely never, ever going to happen. I think, like, I mean, it sounds amazing um and I you know I think like if you've ever run in a running group with like more than two people like mm. I remember to, to run because I haven't really thing and it, it it's a great way of realizing that your fears are completely unfounded because the one thing that everyone thinks if they've never been on a with a running group the one thing that everyone thinks or all that every woman thinks I think mostly is oh mm. god I'm going to be the slowest, right? And yeah, any running group worth its salt, which is pretty much every single running group out there, will not allow you to be the slowest because they will run at your speed, right? So they might kind of have okay. like two or three different, you know, you're, you can't be forced to run 12K at Ailish McColgan's speed because we can't do that. No. Um so yeah. you will be running as fast as you can run and they will encourage you to do what you can do. And, I, you know, that's just that's just what they do. And this is supposed to be a fun weekend. So, no, I mean, really, really. Exactly, exactly. I'm thinking that the other people who are there, if they're all there for a similar reason, that they like running, but they also like wine, then they're all going to be similar people and it will be fine. I think you're right. I'm just nervous because I've never done a run club before. And so I don't know what it's like, but tell me about, tell me about um, yours. How's it going? My run club. Well, it's broken up for the summer because we are a term time only. (gasps) Summer holes, summer holes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? It was, it's emerging into something which I love which I love, which I didn't think I would. The, 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 um, it's a very, very small group, um, um, but with with kind of very diverse experiences and abilities, and it works out brilliantly. Yeah. So it's kind of we've settled into a kind of happy medium of um, where the runner who is the least experienced, we we kind of run to her pace. Um, and we do a bit of a circuit, mm-hmm. and once we finish, once we, basically she only wants to do a certain distance. So we finish, we stop. She stops running at that point, and then she has a little walk to go mm. home. And then, if anyone wants to go a bit further, then we sort of loop back and do another little bit. Um, so it all kind mm-hmm. of it kind of fits with everybody's abilities quite nicely. And it's not really a club at all. It's just a that's lush. It's just a kind of a group that wants to go running at. 10 to 9 on a Monday um 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of because I think I, I, when I first started it I started it as a kind of oh I'm going to do a couch to 5k and help people do that but in the end actually there wasn't that much call for it and but there were was a big call for women that just wanted to be nudged into running at the beginning of the week people that would love to run mm. a bit more and they just wanted that little bit of kind of extra you know um what's the word what's the word I'm looking for accountability um so that yeah it's like a bit know. of a push when you know that your people might be a bit sad if you don't turn up or exactly that yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah so it's it's working out really nicely actually. So I hope that everyone still wants to do it in September because I certainly will continue to do it. Um, but uh, yeah, and not like so. Mm-hmm. It, I don't have that during the summer holidays, so I have to kind of make force myself to do that kind of. Although I did, I did it this morning. I did the run that I normally do with the kind of the longer run bit of run group. I did that this morning, which was hot on the heels of my sixteen mile weepy weepy kind of shit run yeah and actually five miles it was hotter today even than yesterday but because it was just five miles and it was more up and down made it much nicer so it turns out that yeah. big lie I, tr- I had to strategically chuck a couple of those in this morning as well because it was like it, it was too hot to kind of I had to sort of go let's go down here now maybe because yeah. then I can just sort of flop down the hill, hill like a big old like, you, yeah like one of the biggest lies in running that running on the flat is the easiest mm. running so yesterday's run was all on canal path and it was relentless relentless and today yeah. it was down and okay the ups were quite painful but the downs were glorious so it's like because then you've got the downs to look forward to yeah. it's more like life yeah. life is a roller coaster Aww, as Ronan Keating, Keating would say yeah, yeah life is yeah yeah although I did I read one someone he didn't say it's like an alpar did he no uh I, no so I remember someone once saying that life isn't a roller coaster Ronan Keating it's more of a teacup ride and I'm just I don't know I <laughs> I'm between the two. So just round around doing the same thing over yeah. over again until you're sick. More of a log flume. Yeah. <laughs> I I've, yeah. yeah. I prefer a log flume. I prefer a log flume. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I agree in that life imitating runs that actually a bit more a variation. You wouldn't want to do the same thing every day. So why would you do the same run or the same? Yes, precisely. Terrain. You know, inclination yeah it's yeah it's trying my hands trying to do steep slopes i just trying to do ymca to be honest yeah i can't remember the word for elevation elevation yeah (laughs) oh god sorry (laughs) we're also recording this at 20 to 5 i think you can tell our brains are starting to shut down absolutely i tell you what look before (laughs) before we go though there was one other thing i just wanted to raise which i did i did write because we've got Mm -hmm. um, so right all you guys should know i think that uh we're on patreon um, and one of the things yes please come and join us uh, but one of the things that Holly and I are now doing we're doing a newsletter exclusively to for for patrons um and um but there was one thing I mentioned on that which I, is not going to destroy the exclusivity because it's only a little bit of one of the newsletters but um but one mm-hmm. thing me two weeks ago I think was that I was heckled twice in two days um by blokes I know. Um, Tell me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't think. I don't think I've read this most recent. Yeah. So it's um, which just goes to show what kind of a bloody friend I am. Bloody hell! Not yeah. my mum told me it was great. Great. <laughs> Absolutely hate each other. Yeah. It's like it's like two Ronnies or something. We kind of. Who is it? If what double acts hate each other? Yeah, oh, it's like Ball and Bow. Ball and Bow. They hate Ball each other. Bow. Oh, Alfie Bow and Michael Michael Ball. Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's so specific. But Doug used to work for an events company, and I hope I'm allowed to spill this tea. But um, he used to work for. uh, Yeah, (laughs) but he used. Okay, we'll say he used to work for an unnamed events company who very occasionally worked with Alfie Bow and Michael Ball, yeah. not regularly. So who are they to say? But the rumour was that they 
intensely disliked each other and that whenever they had to go on the ball and bow tours it was it, it yeah the tensions were very high oh well yeah well anyway it's the same with me and <laughs> no you though, cares, do they <laughs> no yeah cares that's basically us oh, ball and bow we can't be asked no hate each other um so um <laughs> I think so basically they were two really really benign heckles but I did come back particularly after the second one just going oh that's not great and it was one of them was just an old bloke who may not have had every single one of his marbles and what he was calling out was Mm -hmm. uh, could be perceived as being encouraging he was trying to be encouraging but I did not want to be encouraged I didn't didn't like it. I don't like being spotted on a run or spoken to or No, whatever. you just don't you don't want people to look at you and no. or notice you really. Yeah. So I feel not not just you. No. One doesn't one want that. Want mm. that. And so I did one does not. Um so I uh I felt it just made me feel uncomfortable and I didn't like it and it made me think about it for about half the run. Um because I just felt a bit mm put off and then what did he say i can't even remember or do you not now. want to relive no i can't really remember mm. no, fine it was just it was just and some of it i couldn't even hear because i had my headphones in but there was just quite a lot mm. so he was like, rah, 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 rah. and it was with we were the only two people in the on that road and um yeah you know, it, 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 he was just being encouraging but i just didn't like it very much um and i didn't yeah. feel able to say, didn't like that very much because I don't know, it's an old bloke and I didn't want to. Um, but then the second yeah. one, the second one was more offensive because that wasn't offensive at all. It was just made me feel a bit awkward. The second one, I was running along the canal path. Um, I've basically run a groove into that fucking canal path, but I was running that canal path and <laughs> there was a boat and it was a stag do um, on the, well, it's just a group. Uh, yeah, and, but this heckle. What time was this? This morning. Um, and I've, I'm not judging. No. I'm always I'm partial to a pint in the morning. If I'm honest, if I was on a stag do, I'm sure. But I have no idea I if they were drinking or not because they're no, about to be I, assholes. So well, it, it was the guy at the front, and he was just sitting on top of the boat, mm. and he slow hand clapped me, like you know, lucky, <gasps> well done. So really slow clapping while looking at me. I know. Why? Um, what are you gaining? What is the point? All I was able to do was to raise an eyebrow at him. That's all I did. Whereas instead, you know, uh, as soon as the boat had gone past, I I just thought, why don't I just say, fuck you? Or have you run 15 miles? You know, yeah, say anything. So I completely hated myself for like the last two miles of my run for being such a wuss. Um, oh that's the worst part because you shouldn't hate yourself because somebody's made you feel a certain way by being weird and trying to show off that's all I can think is that that? what he's doing who does that who feels their right to comment on your performance in some way I mean what twat is that yeah just like some people are horrible genuinely objectively brilliant speedy you'd run 15 blooming miles like what's what, who would he like eilish mccoggan to be running along the canal path to bradford on avon i know would he slow- the local runner's not good enough yeah i know it's like yeah oh jesus i know so i just thought i'd i'd i wanted yeah, to just that's mention really, that. that's really horrid i'm yeah, sorry yeah and i just i think that was my last run before i went on holiday so it was just like i I just wanted to raise it now just to see what other people have experienced on their run in that. Cause I know people have had like really horrible experiences and those two are not, I mean, they're so mild. Um, but I was just wondering because we've talked about it outside of the podcast, not a huge amount on the podcast, but I was just wondering what other people's experiences mm. were of sort of shitty behavior from, um, civilians you know non-runners like (laughs) yeah and how you actually deal with it because I think we've spoken about it in terms of annoyances a bit haven't we but actually sometimes it's not just an annoyance it's like really gets you down for hours afterwards and or even days and and that's yeah as Esther said talking about the the relatively mild experiences in comparison to some of the dreadful ones so yeah how do you handle hecklers how do you do how do you handle 
rude yeah, people the, on your yeah, own. Like, yeah, especially when it's kind of non, where you know you're, I mean, like he was sitting on a boat on a river, on a canal, and I was on a canal path. There was no way that he was going to jump off the boat and suddenly attack me if I just, you know, gave him the finger or whatever. <laughs> told him to fuck yeah. off, yeah. So, it was it w- was potentially non-threatening, so I could I could have done any of those things, and I would have felt so much better for myself if I had. Um, but I would be yeah really interested to know what yeah like you said what 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 do you do in that instance where yeah. it's not something that's going to make you like feel unsafe, but what you know do you have a phrase? Is it has it happened to you enough that you have something in your head that you say automatically, or do you just tell them to fuck off or? Um, yeah, just all of that. Just kind of, it'd be it'd be nice to know we're not alone, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Can anyone let us know? Yeah, what what you do on the, on the reverse side? Mm. I did have some really. I had a really wholesome man this morning on a bike, and he'd obviously been dinging a few dings to get me out of the way on the canal mm. path, and I hadn't I hadn't given him, I hadn't clocked him at all. Yeah. And so eventually he did have to say, sorry, coming up on your right or whatever. And I went, oh, sorry. And rather than the usual kind of like, uh, and off he was, he he kind of slowed down to go, don't worry about it. And kind of give me a proper kind of like oh, wow. acknowledgement. And I know, and I know it's only little, but things like that warm my soul. So oh, at least there are some nice people, but it, there are always wankers and they're always lurking in the shadows. And we would like to know what you are allowed to do with them yeah <laughs> yeah well, sorry that's it's true terrifying and I tell you what to leave it on a on a, a also another wholesome thing is that while I was in France we so we were on a um this kind of traffic free tiny little island no cars quite a lot of people quite a lot of tourists and stuff um and running with Felix garnered quite a lot of comments French comments, nice comments. And it turns out, because yeah. I was also running with my niece, so I got her to translate for me, that there is something that French people say when you're right. They, they say a word of encouragement, which is basically, <laughs> I don't know, it's like, um, it's either well done or it's keep going or it's something, which completely negates mm. my, my irritation with the old bloke the other week. But they say something, that, but it's it's path the course, like like lots of people say it. It's not just. But then, but then, yeah, you're not saying it in a. I don't feel like you were annoyed with the bloke because he was encouraging you. It was because he drew huge amounts of attention and started trying to have a conversation with you about how brilliant you were and made a big fuss of it in the the middle of a road. Uh, Yeah. Whereas if there's just a little bon chance or whatever they say, then that's quite. It it was that. It was something which was like one or two words. Yeah. Yeah. and they I wonder what they it, say. They it specifically to Felix, who in a very, very British accent was returning and saying, mercy, mercy, <laughs> <laughs> which they all loved. So mercy. Mercy, mercy. <laughs> yeah. It was very, very sweet. Um, so they were, they were all, they all loved her. Not so much me, but um, that was a, a very sweet running experience. So that was. Oh, Felix. Felix is our is our running inspiration of the week, and so should she be everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. Bless her. Oh. Well, my lovely, I am going to uh, prepare my uh, marathon training plan because I will go for another run tomorrow, another run the day mm-hmm. after that, another run the day after that, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. okay I'm going to do that. I'm going to sit around and not go for another run for two days I'm sorry to be annoying that's because you're planning your recovery in a very sensible manner yeah I might do some yoga tomorrow and I might go to spin on Wednesday because I have been enjoying doing something a day at the moment you've been proud of me last week while you were away I randomly did something every day but I haven't don't usually oh Holly I'm apart from the weekend actually when I didn't do anything I'm proud of you always you don't have to do something every day for me to be proud of you Thank you. Even when I just eat crisps and drink wine, which I have also done loads of since I lost forty as well. Mostly proud of you for doing those things. Oh, good. Thank you. Right. I discovered giant monster munch. That's my other other news. Oh, thank you. No oh, more news. Yes, we have discovered those. They're also. so good. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we're up to sponsorship. I think. Uh... 
oh, come on. That's what we're really missing, actually, is like jelly babies, oh, yeah. monster munch. Oh, yeah, monster munch. Those <laughs> crisps from co-op that have you had those, you know, the co-op irresistible crisp range, yes. the, the big ones. Yes. Have you had the sea salt and Chardonnay vinegar? Yes, I have. In fact, there's a packet downstairs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we call them the mouth slicers and they are so good. I, <laughs> I love a mouth slicer. Oh, they are painful, but they're so worth it. They are good. They're really good. So, um, yeah, guys, come back next week and we'll be talking more about crisps and other snacks we like. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's Please let us know your favourite snacks. WR podcast at anthem.co.uk. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we would love to include them in a future podcast this podcast was recorded over zencaster the editor and composer was david newman please hit like and subscribe that way you won't miss the next episode For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and you'll receive a special patron-only newsletter from me and Holly. More perks on the way, I promise. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. (laughs)